Welcome back to Exquisitely Aligned, where we empower you to be your finest self and live your finest life, because we each know that although we're taught to look outside of ourselves for the answers, whether it be on Google or as if you're old, as old as I, the encyclopedia, transformation is an inside job. And I'm delighted to introduce you today to Hina Siddiqui, an Indian woman with wings. She has been with me before and I've been able to be a guest on her show. She is an award-winning corporate life coach, the author of five nonfiction books, soon to be, well, six, right? Including multi-dimensional success, design, a career you love, and secrets of the six-figure employee with zero stress, and the podcast host of the Corporate Life Podcast. If there is one thing she could change in the world, it would be how working professionals live and do their jobs. Hina teaches and writes about creating a career vision and personal mastery to achieve that based on the holistic yoga approach. She is a lover of yoga, guitars, trees, wind, and the food that her mom cooks. When she's not working on her passion projects, Hina spends her time reading, taking solo trips, chit-chatting with strangers, and cooking for her favorite kids, her niece and nephew. I'm Gina Meyer-Vincent, your host with uh, Exquisitely Aligned, and I want to welcome you, Hina, to coming back and chatting with us today. Thank you very much, Gina, for inviting me once again. It's such a pleasure to have, to meet you every time I do, and it's uh, and we have a blast together. Yes, <laughs> it's such a pleasure we, for me. We certainly do. There are so many common threads. It's very exciting. And for those of you who don't know, not only is Hina an Indian woman with wings, she is coming to us from India, and yeah. so it's one of the my favorite things about being able to podcast is meeting amazing people from around the world and and also connecting in a way that's deeper, richer, and more meaningful and having transparent conversations like we have. So Hina, you do so many different things so beautifully. And today I wanted to speak about a couple of things. When we had a, a conversation recently, you had mentioned something that I love, and it was about having no expectations. And I know when you said that, you didn't mean that you just walk around expecting the worst, but can you explain for us what does that mean and how does that help you, your clients, live a fuller and um, less stressful life? Because sometimes people go around with such high expectations that um, they don't welcome in things that can be even greater than what they were expecting. So if you can give a voice to that, that would be fabulous. Sure, that's such a wonderful thing to talk about. Uh, I have always said that when we attach too, too many expectations to anything, you know, out of anything, we want some outcome. Before we are doing anything, we don't enjoy the task on hand and we, uh, you know, set out to achieve an outcome. And we mm -hmm. make ourselves so attached to the outcome that we lose the joy of being in the task. Mm -hmm. So every task that you do, first of all, I always say that you need to do what you love to do. And then 
it's easier for you to enjoy your work than focused on, you know, uh, stay focused on the outcome. So this mm-hmm. is so important. And how it helped me is I would like to give you a few examples here. Sure. That recently, I think I told you when we, uh, when we met last time on a casual conversation, I did a press release because I wanted to, um, yeah. uh, you know, I wanted to uh, test that out for me, like how it works and how can I reach more and more people. And I, uh, you know, joined a three-day challenge of um, a great person and I uh, wrote my press release on a Sunday. And then I was feeling very excited about it. I was feeling very joyful about it. I did not have any expectation. I was just doing it for the joy for the joy of doing it and you know uh it just came out very well i liked it but still i was not expecting anything and the next day i submitted that press release uh to a distribution uh, network site and um to my surprise i got this that i uh this story was picked up by over 241 publications worldwide and i was like oh my god how did it happen it was so <laughs> much unexpected I did not expect it. Uh, so this is something when I'm not a media expert. I'm not a press release writing expert. So, but that it just has somehow clicked. So I see that when you do something just casually for the joy of doing it, the kind of emotions that you put into it, it gets the result because your energy precedes you. This is what I love to say yes. again and again. When we put that energy into the task, then the kind of results that we get the results surprises like we are we're not expecting it is happening and then you have nothing but be grateful for what happened like for the results that happened that's what i always uh, you know uh, ask my clients to do that don't set any expectations don't think that okay you are going to double your paycheck in the next six months <laughs> you are going to do that uh, when you do what when you stay unattached uh, to yeah. what you want right but mm-hmm. when you are just it's just like when you are uh you know sowing a seed and yes. you are so attached to it when it will it grow up when will it grow up right? <laughs> you lose every single you know uh, moment of joy that's associated yeah. with it so it's like put it forget it and mm-hmm. rest get back to life enjoy start enjoying your life yeah. as yeah. you normally would so I, I love that. I love doing that. And this is what like I uh, have learned to do, do it. It was not easy for me to do it. <laughs> it never is. <laughs> it definitely never is. I, I've had that journey myself. And, and I agree with you wholeheartedly, Hina. You know, it's, it's sometimes it sounds so easy to make a statement like that in just a few words detached from the outcome. But uh, oftentimes I see people go, what? You know, (laughs) well, how do you do that? So that story is so perfect. And I mean, press releases are definitely not my favorite thing to do. I don't do them for joy like you set out to do. And, um, but it could be even uh, cleaning your house, you know. Uh, I'll never forget years ago, I had a, beautiful yoga student who, um, in, in speaking to me, she said, uh, I think it was via email or text. Oh, I'm, I'm playing domestic goddess right now, you know, blah, 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 you know, uh, 
thank you for whatever I had sent her. And I was like, domestic goddess, what is that? I've like, never heard of that. Have you played domestic <laughs> goddess? She said, I put on Zumba music. I get out my vacuum, my broom, my dust cloth, my, you know, my glass cleaner. And I become, you know, the cleaning lady who dances around the house. And I thought to myself, you know, taking a simple task and then making it fun. You were talking about yeah. making sure you're having fun. And I, I think that no matter what we're doing, you know, like next time I do a press release, I'll make sure I, I channel in my inner Hina uh, so that I can do like you. But, um, you know, detaching from the outcome is something that I taught for a long time in yoga, and I know you as well. And, you know, it does become that magical that you go to sleep and you wake up to, I think you said 241. I'm sure they're still coming in. Uh, mm. Publications and what I don't know that you said when we just spoke, but around the world. Yes. Around. You know, they were not just within your local area. No. They were around the world. Mm. And so Hina was able to be visible yet again around the world and so let's talk about visibility because that's one of my favorite things to do with clients i i um recently had to tell somebody you know you're not being seen why what's the problem <laughs> you know what's holding you back and we had a lovely conversation regarding that and and she has already made major changes to shift that but um Visibility is one of my favorite things because I think when you appear, as you do, Hina, around the world, um, with your smile, with your voice, with your encouragement, with your writings, um, you make the world a brighter place. So did that, does that come easily to you? Was that also a shift for you? Uh, you know, if you could tell us a little bit about your visibility journey. Yes, uh, I used to be the person who would hide herself in a corner all the time. I uh, was so shy. I was so, you know, uh, introvert. Introvert, I would say that I still am. But then I was so unconfident, like, you know, uh, that uh, term, like I was hiding myself into a corner. And I used to say something like, you know, in a voice that nobody should hear me. I don't want to be the center of attraction. I want wow. to just hide myself. And, then I it was. and look at who I, who I met. That's not who I met, right? Last year, that's definitely not who I met. Yes. This was me uh, about 10 years ago. And when I started my uh, writing journey, I just stayed behind my books, behind my you know, brand. I was, uh, you know, uh, getting my graphics out, getting my things out. But I was even uh, not comfortable while putting my pictures out, my photos out. I was that, uh, you know, I was not very so unsure about myself. And then it just the more, like the more and more you spread your wings, the more and more you start loving yourself, knowing yeah. yourself better, and you know your power. Then you make it a point that, okay, you not want to be seen by people so that they get inspired. Because 
of course our community is uh, you know represents uh, somebody you were before you know uh, who i was uh, 10 20 years ago yeah. that's my ideal client Mm-hmm. so this this i know these people make the community so this is like the more and more i am visible to these people the more and more i can inspire them the more and more yes. i can share my journey with them yeah. so that's why it's so important to be visible and for that first is that you know your power you know yourself the yes. reason people don't go visible uh, much as uh, you know based on my experience too because they don't know their power they are so mm-hmm. unsure of themselves they don't know that if what they are saying would ever impact anybody or they right. perhaps think that who am i to talk about it or who is going to you know hear me out and and yeah. stuff like that so it's it's important that you be yourself you don't have to be perfect you can yeah. be imperfect you can mess up <laughs> you can goof yeah. up at times but just be there just stand up there yeah and i think it's so important and so true and i think that what i see is this one size fits all world that we're yeah. kind of begged to uh be a part of look this way walk this way talk this way think this way buy these products you know you have to have It, whatever the marketing is you know and and ironically i come from the fashion industry and mm-hmm. um was a part of that but you know being unique and being able to show up imperfectly perfect you know mm-hmm. um and whatever that is because that's where the happiness and the joy comes from and the gratitude and the you know the real being alive i think kind of sensation versus being muffled or or um smothered to be something other than who we are so i think you said that absolutely uh, eloquently as always because when we do know ourselves it's easier to appear and um i had a conversation with a client just yesterday about our, her missing pieces like things that she gave up about herself her as a person as a woman starting from childhood where um there was a narcissistic parent mm-hmm. well maybe two or narcissistic tendencies for both parents and she was always trying to please them to get their attention just like any little child would like when your niece and nephew were younger you know they might be dancing for attention or whatever telling a funny joke a story um singing for you and um you know it was just heartbreaking how much cuz i had um uh, I said, you know, something about how many pieces. She's like, so many I can't even count. And I said, I think that's where the fear comes in of that visibility, right? Because if you feel like you're unwhole, you feel like you have holes in you where people can push your buttons or uh, pick at you or nitpick, then you it's hard to be visible, right? You can't um you can't appear. So Yeah, when we know ourselves and we have those pieces back, I think it becomes so easy. So that is very funny that you say uh maybe still an introvert 
You're not the first podcaster that I've spent time with who's told me the same thing, um, which you're, you have a voice around the world. And so that makes me laugh and say, Hina, how is that even possible? <laughs> you know, How is that even possible? Are you telling me the truth? And I know you are because I know you wouldn't be. I'm telling you the truth. It's, I'm telling you the truth entirely. Why? Because I still love my own company. I still love to travel solo. Yeah. I still need that time uh, with my own self. So it's it's not about confidence. It's not about, uh, you know, um, self-esteem or stuff like that. It's about uh, whenever you want, you can make friends. You can start the conversation with strangers. You can do everything of that. But then you can't do that all day long. No. <laughs> that does not, not energize me. Right. No. And I, I love um, meeting new people. I've never met a stranger. I'm like you. I love talking to everybody because yeah. I think every, I find people in, interesting and fascinating. And I think you do, especially as a solo traveler. I know we've had that conversation and, um, you know, but it's true. Even myself as an extrovert, I need to make sure I balance that because otherwise you become so tired. Yes. You know? You're like on the outside all the time and then there is nothing left on the inside. It's like my battery has drained, you know? Yeah. Um, and I think that comes also, you know, with knowing yourself so well. You mentioned that just a little bit ago. The more we know ourselves, mm-hmm. that in, uh, what I call an inside journey. Um, so, how or when did you start that journey to really get to, to know yourself? Um, I think that when I started uh, experiencing problems in my, uh, you know, in my life, like firstly, I was not able to fit in because uh, the society wants you to be a certain way. To behave yeah. a certain way, especially being in India, you, uh, and I, uh, you know, a woman is expected um, certain things. And I uh, have this. Uh, I would say that this is the quality that I love about myself is that I can't stay stuck. Yeah, I love that about you too. <laughs> I can't stay stuck, and the moment I feel that I'm stuck, I will do everything in my capacity to come out of that situation. Mm-hmm. And. Uh, I think last time when I came on your show, I talked about it that when I became a job hopper because I was not enjoying my jobs. So yeah. I would work for a month and then I would not enjoy it and then I would leave it. <laughs> and then it just, you know, it just continued. And everybody was very convinced that this this girl is not going to do anything. She's not taking her career seriously. She's good for nothing. And I was compared to my siblings who are doing really, mm. really well. Their careers and my cousins. And like, my God, I'm not enjoying it. Why should I be there? And then I decided to uh, not stay in a married relationship kind of stuff. So that was again uh, like I have. I think I have been a rule breaker all my life. Like I have broken rules all the time. And then I also talked about that. I stopped following my religion because I believe spirituality. Yeah. So, uh, so all that. So then I started knowing about myself. That okay, who am I? Uh, uh, who you know who I am, and yeah. what do I want from life? 
So mm-hmm. as you just go on, it's just a whole journey, you know. Uh, it's a whole journey. Like it starts very early, but then uh, initially you move on that path one step at a time. And then when you are, you know, uh, when you have taken several steps, then you take a big leap. So this is what happened to me. Like initially it was just small, tiny steps. I was just going on. And then I realized that, okay, now I know myself much better than that. Now it's the time to take, you know, jump off. So (laughs) then I did a lot of things and I started knowing myself. And that gave me that surety about myself that, okay, I can be imperfect. I can be awesome with my flaws, right? So when you own your uh, flaws as well as your awesomeness, Mm -hmm. then you uh, you can dare to become more visible. Then right. you are not scared of anything because you ha- don't have that fear to be just like, you don't have to be perfect, right? Right. And I think that's, um, you know, one of the things that's so important is even my husband, sometimes I can see him think like, I'll ask him a question and I just want to know, how do you feel about X, Y, Z? I don't know, this restaurant, going here, whatever. And I can see him, you know, he starts the unibrow, the eyes really focus because he wants to please me with his answer. You know, he's like thinking, what's the right answer? And I'm like, there is no right answer. There's no right answer. It's what do you feel about whatever, you know? And it it makes me laugh because this is a grown man, you know, this is not a a five-year-old child and it happens not just to him, but it happens to men and women. And I think that instead of having the perfect answer or the perfect office setting or the perfect podcast, you know, um, I've seen people also hesitate you know, like I can't release whatever it is they're working on till it's perfect. And then it never gets released. Right. And you're like, but the world needs to hear this or the world needs to see this or the, you know, there are people like you were saying, the community it is waiting for whatever message that is. And so I think that was, you know, such a strong, important point to talk about that. I love it. I wrote it down. We can be awesome with our flaws. Yes. And, um, and I think that when we do that, I think then we give permission to others to do the same. Like, yeah, yeah it, you Absolutely. know. I totally uh, agree with that. This is a beautiful thing that you just said, that when we go through that, like when we can do that with ourselves and with other others others can also do it with us right and with themselves too yeah Mm -hmm. so this is like leading by example and also like when we have that kind of expectation uh for Mm -hmm. others to be themselves and Mm -hmm. we be ourselves then i think we are operating on a uh on an aligned level yes i mean and such a from a we mentioned spirituality before but from a place of love and compassion, right? So yeah. if if I can be understanding that um, and knowing that I'm not expecting somebody to be perfect and perfect 24 hours a day, seven days a week for the rest of their mm-hmm. life, you know, um, I and that 
they have the same understanding and expectation of me, then it's, it's, it's just this freedom, I think, that naturally happens and the fear disappears. Um, visibility becomes fun, exciting. Um, and I think for me, I'm going to use the word we stretch ourselves, right? So mm-hmm. I used to love stretching people on the mat. Um, yeah. And I always loved a good stretch myself. I still do. But, you know, if we can stretch our way of being in the world, just the way you have on so many levels, which I say thank you, as in, if, you know, going from an introvert to being a, a, a renowned author, uh, you know, um, podcaster, coach, uh, and appearing around the world, it's um, it's just amazing. I love the work you do, Hina. So I appreciate uh, thank you for that. You know, you make the world a better a better place. So let's talk about doing things that bring you fun because that was something else I we you started talking about and then I got you down a different path. But um I've met some people and I don't know if this has happened to you where I ask them, what do you, you know, what do you love to do? I've had a few uh, clients who the kids have moved out of the house. Now they're empty nesters and mom looks bored. I don't know what to do with my time. And I'm like, oh my gosh, now you have freedom. Like, yeah, what are you going to do? I don't know. I don't know what makes me happy anymore. Have you ever seen that? I have a list of things that uh, I enjoy doing. And um, when I'm not doing anything, I am focusing on my breath. I am practicing my meditation, uh, you know, Mm -hmm. and for meditation, you don't really need to sit in a place and do that. You can walk around and you can still be in a meditative state. So I practice being in my body. Yeah. I focus on my breath I uh, enjoy being myself. I mm-hmm. feel the inner uh, energy inside of me, like, you know, in a uh, energy field of my body. So mm-hmm. this is something that is when I am not having anything else to do. But then there are a lot of things like I play guitar. I love music. I love to sing. I love to listen mm-hmm. to music. Yeah. I do solo travel a lot. And I love exploring cafes like I go to different cafes and I would go. Today I was on a reading spree. I took a day off and I was sitting in my favorite cafe and I was reading a book. And um, yeah, and I came back. I had my favorite coffee. I did that (laughs) with these servers there. And uh, when I came back, it was such fun. Like I was feeling so high. And then uh, some, some tasks like, you know, for the other thing that I want to tell you is that we don't really need to work really hard. Right. Yeah. And when we work really hard, we we forget to enjoy ourselves. Right. Yeah. That is something that we don't want to do. So our life is very important. Uh, we are here mm-hmm. to experience life. We are here to enjoy our life. And mm-hmm. working hard and success in your career and money life. Yeah. We have no correlation. You know, right. I agree. Exactly. <laughs> like money is, is, is the energy, right? It comes when you know your purpose and you enjoy doing what you do. You experience your life and yeah. it just keeps coming. 
So yeah. I have seen both the both the spectrums, right? I have seen the time when I was doing uh, hard work like crazy people, like <laughs> because <laughs> I also bought that idea from the society that. uh everything comes with very you know with hard work with lot of effort and you have to mm-hmm. then what happens that we uh, we have that fear of success because we don't want to work hard and again right. the, like more success means more hard work so mm-hmm. then we fear success also but when you know that success will not come out of hard work work you will not fear success too right there will not be feel of fear of success or right because you're just enjoying yourself So when you keep enjoying yourself, doing things, figuring out what you really like to do, what you really enjoy doing, uh, pe- some people like to dance, some people like to, uh, you know, play a sport or something. Mm-hmm. So this is something that they, they need to figure out what what uh, you know gives them fun and pleasure. So when they yeah. do that, uh, it becomes an enjoyment. And work is of course now I work three days a week. <laughs> yeah. That's beautiful, and I I agree with you. That's one of the things I've been um, with purpose possibilities and Prosecco. Uh, we do a two hour transformation like no other. It's, yeah. it's very very fast paced. Not you know we don't sugarcoat anything. It's it's kind of like a New York style, like my myself, and mm-hmm. it's the idea of getting very quickly to the place you were talking about where. When you live your life's purpose, using your gifts and talents, mm-hmm. and um, fulfilling your desires for whatever that is, like music, reading, playing the guitar, um, I like to sit out back, which is what I was doing prior to getting on uh, the camera with you this morning, with my my mug of tea as the sun is uh, you know coming over the front of the house to the backyard. and um i like to sit in prayer and meditation that's how i love starting my day and it can be it's it's different for everybody but i've i've had um so many clients who have been giving 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 to so many people spouse kids mm-hmm. office their work that they forget what those simple pleasures are like you said sitting at a cafe with a a good book and then talking with um the staff there and learning different things you know maybe they have a good book they're reading and can tell you or or like we get together and you tell me oh well, you should meet this other podcaster and I'm like oh I fell in love with her too you know so you know it's it's remembering and reconnecting with those things that really bring you joy and they don't have to be always the same they can change you know over time so Absolutely. I love that. I love that. Um investing in yourself I wanted to talk about and then definitely um about what's coming up for you. So investing in yourself is something I am definitely um partaken and ask my clients to do the same and I think you're you're the same. Can you tell us like what you see as whether for you or your clients or just in general um how investing in ourselves can change our way of living, our way of being in the world. Right. When we uh, start investing in ourselves like our time and our money and our resources, right? Yeah. As you said uh, a few minutes ago, like a few seconds ago that 
we give everything to everyone but we forget us to give our to ourselves we mm-hmm. put ourselves last right so when we start investing in ourselves we know that we are worthy of our own things mm-hmm. so for example uh, like when you start your month and you know the okay i would like to buy this course i look i would like on this new skill uh i would like to spend some money uh you know on some of my luxury luxurious things that i can yeah. uh, you know go for a lunch solo or with a friend or something uh, that i have never done before so when you invest in yourself by trying new experiences okay, mm-hmm. it can be travel so when you travel you are investing in yourself right your time and money entirely in yourself yes. and especially in solo travel when you are solo traveling you are investing everything on yourself because <laughs> <laughs> you know everything is being spent on yourself and nobody is yeah. there is nobody there uh, you know um, in, is involved there nobody else so when you are investing in those kind of experiences in those kind of uh, upgrade uh upgrading your skills like skill upgrades and um in your um you know pamper yourself when you go to a salon or you can get a, a crazy haircut that you have never done before yeah. and you spend some good money on that this right. is like yeah it increases your self worth it increases your own belief in yourself mm-hmm. and uh, your uh, belief that okay you deserve it you deserve yeah. your money first and then you know So, so people come later whosoever they are yeah. so the first you come you come first and then your money you deserve the most your mm-hmm. time you deserve the most mm-hmm. uh for example you want to spend some time with you uh just me time you can call it but then there are a lot of people around you they all are demanding your attention you know <laughs> they want uh you to yeah. give your attention to them but then you need your time the most right so you can take that uh, part and you can form that healthy boundary like okay sunday 2 hours i'm going to spend myself with myself yeah. and i'm not doing anything else i'm not pleasing people around so this is <laughs> what i call investing in yourself yes yeah and it recharges our battery the other thing i think it does is it it also teaches others how to treat us Yeah. When we know we're worthy like you were saying about going to the hair salon, trying something different or investing in travel, which is something uh Mark and I are big proponents of. Um our son has definitely taken our liking. Uh last year he worked last summer, he worked as an intern with Southwest Airlines and flew over 45,000 miles in 10 weeks uh-huh. with work and then it, it, he got to fly for free on the weekends, you know? So uh-huh. he was everywhere, Puerto Rico, Costa Rica, anywhere he could go, could go in the US where he could get a free seat, you know? So um but those all of those things, those experiences um they really just talking about worthiness that's a big topic i love to talk about because i think you're right we give to everybody else and then we're depleted or we're it's time for bed there's nothing left and to make to make that point you know i like to put time in my calendar i make sure that there are breaks between things that i'm doing uh, you know 
as best I can. And sometimes it's, I finish one thing and I go to the next, but I need a little bit of like me time between podcasting and a client between um, being a guest on somebody's show and doing whatever the next thing is for myself. And, um, you know, building whatever it's two hours on a Sunday, my mini breaks during the day to go outside, drink my water, um, you know, walk in the sunshine, whatever that might be. It's really, really valuable. And it allows others to see that we're taking care of ourselves. Like you said, your money <clears throat> first for you, then, uh, you know, you give and um, time and energy uh, are valuable resources, money as well. So, Hina, I know that you have always something fabulous in the works, and I know it's called Chasing Desires. My journey from shame to glory, which, you know, is leaving me on the edge of my seat um, because it's just so fabulous. And you had said that bringing this book out is the bravest thing you could ever do in your entire lifetime. And I commend you for being brave and being courageous. And, you know, um, allowing yourself to tell your story in such a way that I know it's going to empower many, and I, I don't want to say women, uh, many men and women around the world. So can you share with us maybe a little the inside scoop? Again, the book is called Chasing Desires, My Journey from Shame to Glory. Okay, I would like to say that thank you for asking this question. Uh, when I was write, I used to write a diary, uh, mm. and it was titled "Chasing Desires." It was long ago, like when I was not a writer. I was not. Uh, I had not written any books. I was just doing a corporate job. It was early years of my, you know, corporate uh, days. Then I used to write this uh, diary and I used to call it Chasing Desires because uh, I had some wow. desires and I will, I was just, you know, on that path to, yeah. uh, to achieve those. And uh, afterwards, like when I uh, completed uh, writing my uh, five books, like I think six, five books, yes. Uh, the next one, I thought that what I would like to share with the world and what is it that I would like to talk about now? Then I thought that the way I, uh, most of the people, they are not comfortable in their own skin, right? Because yes, they, it happens. Uh, it's it looks a uh, very extreme, or it may sound extreme, but then they are not. Uh, they are perhaps hating themselves from the inside. This is mm -hmm. what I would like to say. Um, mm -hmm. A lot of people, of course, not everybody. So right. it's like when we have self doubt, we are hating some parts of us. Yeah, the, yeah. This, which we want to sh hide from the world. Yeah. So, and I was also in the same boat. I also was hiding a lot of, because in the quest of showing up as perfect, you hide mm -hmm. a lot of your, you know, additional aspects that otherwise you would not. So uh, then I thought that when I was hating myself so much for some reasons that happened in my childhood, this, this is what I would be revealing for the first time in, in this book. And then, uh, because that 
nothing was you know it was not it was not my fault whatever happened yeah. and I, i would not like to go into detail about it mm-hmm. i am a very you know uh, in yeah. i'm very keen to do that but still i think it's not the right time to do that right when i uh, was hating myself for no reason of mine so this is just my story of yeah. uh, you know uh, falling in love with myself when i was after hating me long enough uh, for no fault of mine this is what i love to say mm-hmm. it as that what why i was hating myself and what made me love myself mhm and this is something that i think most people would relate with and uh, it's all about owning your flaws it's about owning that uh, the fact that you are not perfect your childhood was not perfect your parents were not perfect you have not lived a perfect life you have made a lot of mistakes but still you are so wonderful yes. you know so when you love yourself the way you are uh, with all your flaws with all your mistakes with all your um, bad side you know uh, mm-hmm. gray side that is something uh, is so, such an awesome feeling that you love yourself the most yeah. in this world so this is the whole journey and um, this is not a self help book i'm not telling that people have what to do to make their life a certain way it's just that i'm just narrating my story and how i was feeling at each stage of my life and yeah. it was of course difficult it was very challenging and it was full of shame and guilt uh but then how it turned around that's the whole thing that's what i'm talking for the first time ever in my life so that's yeah. why i is my journey from shame to glory yeah and that's that's um you know i i think what you've told us a lot of people can relate to very quickly easily whether it was themselves or maybe a loved one who has a similar you know um story and uh again when we are able to share that journey with others it gives others the permission to do the same so as you were writing um was it cathartic like freeing i mean uh how, how did it feel for you to be able to start like really putting this down on paper i think solidifies things right instead of it being like in your head or in your your physical body like what you went yeah. through but like during that process how how was it hina it was uh it was very difficult it was mm-hmm. a liberating process though because uh each time you are living in the past moments like the kind yeah. of scenarios that you have lived and you are living it once again with full yeah. awareness and consciousness it's leaving you you yeah. know so it's uh yes it's about inspiring people but it's more of liberating myself yeah or uh, when i share this you know uh, and if you know about and of course you know about that like throat chakra you know mm-hmm. that it's uh we have uh, we have chakras in our body so in our energy point so the, the throat chakra so when we are able to tell our truth our chakras open yes yeah so yes. this is a very liberating process for me yes uh, it's uh, the the uh, what do you, what do i call it i fear that my family may be disappointed mm-hmm. i think mm-hmm. that it may break a few hearts 
Yeah. Uh, but then this is my truth and I want to say yeah. this. Yeah. It's very liberating for me and it would definitely inspire other people to own their stories too. But then uh, for me, it's very liberating. So I would say that I'm doing it for my own reason first. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And I'm, I'm glad you, um, I want to say like, we're able to tackle that, right? Because some people, because it takes energy to um and and wherewithal like you said you feel it with your whole consciousness and um you know things that when we go back it triggers other things i had this conversation with someone last week or two weeks ago where something happened and it triggered her as a seven-year-old and i could quickly see that she was about five to seven years old, you know, like a, a kindergartner to second grade, not a toddler, but not a middle schooler either. And I had to say, hey, I'm just, I'm seeing something like all of a sudden you went from this adult to like a different voice, a different mannerisms. It, it totally just, you know, brought her to a different place. And I think there are triggers at times that do that, I know uh, it used to be for me, the sirens of an ambulance, fire truck or police uh, car here in the United States, that sound would trigger me with tears because when Mark was sick, I spent so many nights sleeping in the hospital on the floor in a very uncomfortable chair. That's why I then went to the floor. I figured out how to make myself a mattress as I stockpiled blankets, you know, and, and towels, but, uh, and coats, my coat, his coat. But um, now that's not happening. But the other day, a medevac helicopter flew over us and landed at the hospital across the street diagonally. And all of a sudden, you know, Mark's like, what are you doing? I said, hold on. I was just triggered, you know, I had to wipe my eyes because the tears were coming because the meta, when Mark was ill, we were at a a trauma level four hospital. So the medevac was going all the time with different car accidents, gunshot wounds, you name it. And, or super sick people. And, um, you know, so I know just from that little experience that, yeah, sure. Sitting there and writing that, but I'm I'm so happy that you know opening that throat chakra is so important. I not with you, but with a dear friend Michelle Schmidt, we did an episode about how so many women during uh, COVID and now after COVID are having problems with things related to the throat chakra, thyroid. Um, yeah. I can't even go down the list, but how that time in our life changed what was going on for so many people. And now I'm clearing my throat. But um, with your throat chakra being now, I want to say wide open. I think it was open before as a podcaster. What are you noticing, Hina? What, What has shifted or changed for you? A lot has shifted inside of me, which uh, which is showing up in my inner energy and in my outer, you know, outer results, external results. I can see that a lot happening, a lot of more opportunities, a lot of uh, different results. Uh, 
lot of prosperity and um, I procrastinated my US visa for years. I told you about this. And um, now finally I could do it. <laughs> yes. I know. So next week I'm flying to uh, to Thailand for uh, my US visa appointment. So I'm going to see this that country. And after COVID, I think it's after, yes, after COVID, this is my first international trip to ah, Thailand. Yeah. And then of course, if I get the visa, I'm f- keeping my fingers crossed in America. <laughs> yes. So, a lot yes, is changing, yes. you know, and my travel has uh, has so much increased. Like now I am traveling, I think, four or five times every year. So, yeah, yeah so a lot of things externally have changed. Now I'm not doing much of the hard work and things are just coming to me seamlessly. Yeah. You know, everything just changed. Uh, when your chakras start functioning uh, smoothly and properly, your external results change. This yeah. is the power of yoga. <laughs> yes. Yes. I mean, it, it, it's, it's so true. I think when we align properly, uh, other people appear to help us. Um, opportunities present themselves. We're in a place where we can see clearly these great opportunities and say yes, because we're comfortable with, well, like we said earlier, stretching ourselves. Um, yes, I am. I am just overjoyed for you. I am so excited. Again, the name of the book is "Chasing My," De- sorry, "Chasing Desires: My Journey Chasing from Shame to Glory." Yeah. And why don't yeah. you tell us, you know, how they can go ahead and start? I think pre-ordering is that correct? Yes, exactly. Uh, people can pre-order it, and when they pre-order it, I'm sending them gifts worth over $500 now and the book is coming out on um, on September 5th and um, but then they can pre-order it on Amazon mm-hmm. and it's available there and they just need to send us the receipt of the purchase and we are going to send them some really cool gifts uh, worth over $500 so I just request them to go ahead and buy the book, uh, pre-order the book, and it's it's going to be so much worth of your time. Yeah. Awesome. And you can find all of Hina's information below. Um, Thank you, Hina, for being with me again. It's always a delight to see you. I can't wait. My fingers are crossed as well that you get that visa and that you're able to come visit me here in California because I'd love to have you in person um, instead of through the camera. But thank you again. It's It's delightful to always be in your presence, to see how your energy is helping people around the world, how your voice, your writings, your appearance being visible and um, especially aligning so beautifully with who you were born to be and sharing even when we're, we're not, quote unquote, perfect what others think is perfect you know so thank thank you very very much thank you very much for the invitation once again it's such a wonderful wonderful experience with uh, you again and i always look forward to meeting you because you know that um, yes a wonderful wonderful association of uh, of two of us thank yes. you very much and i really really enjoy talking to you once again thank you very much and i'm also looking forward to seeing you very very soon in person Yes, absolutely. Until next time, be exquisite.